0: You can also take Steve's courses on Udemy or Skillshare, and you can find out more about those at cnccontractorservices.com. Now, let's get to the episode.
1: Hello, you're listening to the Toxic Mold Podcast with myself, Steve Worsley. Today we are on episode 183. Hope all of you are doing well. We're starting to get into the winter months, so hope all of you are staying safe and, uh, and, and doing well. So today's topic is something that we deal with year round, but a lot of time about this time of year we start dealing with colds. So the title is: Is it a seasonal cold or is it mold sickness? Um, a lot of people can confuse the two, um, and it's easily confused. You know, we we did we did a uh, podcast several weeks ago about you know is can can common mold types make you sick? So a lot of the things we covered there um, are a little bit similar in this, um, but obviously the big difference is, you know, is it a cold or is it mold sickness? And it's hard to tell the difference, especially, you know, since a lot of the symptoms are very similar. You know, if you have a cold, usually you've got a fever and watery eyes and runny nose, um, a cough, you know, you could be sneezing. Very similar. there are things though with a with with the cold that you don't have that you typically would have with mold exposure mold sickness. You know sometimes you get like red eyes uh, with a cold, but typically you don't have something like that. Um, the The biggest, and this is just my opinion, the biggest way you can tell the difference is, you know, a common cold. You can feel it coming on. You know, you kind of feel you wake up for a few mornings in a row and you have a sore throat and then finally you know the third day it's you've got full blown you know a nasal drip you got a cough you have all sorts of things going on and so you can kind of you can kind of tell yeah that's cold uh, mold sickness i'm not going to say it doesn't there are no symptoms that lead to severe mold sickness um for the most part you, your your symptoms are going to They're just going to, they're going to hit you at once. Um, And I'm not saying it's always that way. So don't just hear that and go, well, you know, it's not mold sickness because I feel worse today than I did a week ago. Mold sickness can obviously get worse over time, but it's not, it's not as scheduled, I guess, as a cold is. So that's how you can tell. Um, And obviously a cold should go away, you know, after I don't know, I'm not a doctor, but after a week you should be feeling better, ten days, however long. I know if it's COVID, obviously you're gonna be it takes a lot longer to, to recover from that, but you should recover within with a cold within ten days, I would I would imagine. Um another thing too that that you can really tell the difference is with a with a cold, it's that ten days. You can take antibiotics and, you know, depends I guess I shouldn't say you take antibiotics depends on if it's viral um but you know usually whatever you have um if if it's a cold um there are medications that could you know make those symptoms go away. I'm not saying with mold sickness you can't with mold sickness, there are medications you can take i mean you can take take antihistamines um you know if it's more of an allergy reaction if it's you know more of a severe mold sickness and you're, you're being exposed to, to a lot of mold. And, you know, it's, once again, it doesn't have to be toxic mold, stachybotrys, when I say that to make you sick. Um, but if you are exposed to things like stachybotrys and high, high levels of any mold types, you know, taking medications might lessen the symptoms, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna make it go away especially if you're still exposed to it. So that's the best way to tell, you know, how long does it last? Um, You know, did I take antibiotics? And my doctor diagnosed me with whatever. Let's just say it's, you know, strep. It's not even a cold, it's strep. And I took antibiotics. He put me on a pack, and I'm still sick. Um, That's when it, to me, would be a pretty clear sign um, that it's mold sickness and it's not, something, you know, like a seasonal cold. Um, another thing too, that you have to keep in mind is, and I, I talk about this often, not all doctors are trained, nor do they believe that mold can make you sick. So you have to be really careful as to what type of doctors you're going to see. Uh we've done plenty of episodes. You know, one of them I'm sure is titled, you know, what kind of doctor can I go to for mold? Um, typically functional medicine, uh, doctors are your best bet. Um, allergy doctors are obviously more for if you have an allergy to molds. Um, but, but the best experiences I've had with my clients are functional medicine doctors. So I know, you know, if you live in a rural place, it's it's tougher to find one. If you live in, you know, somewhere like L.A., it's probably a lot easier to find than it would be in somewhere like Wyoming. So my point is with the doctor is, is make sure that you have a doctor that isn't going to poo-poo away anything with mold. Because if you say to your doctor, hey, doc, you know, I had an experience in the past or a friend or somebody, family member, you know, they had mold issues and it took forever for them to get diagnosed. And finally, when they went to the right doctor, they went through the detox process. They removed themselves from the mold and they felt way better. If you say that to your doc and, and the doc is like, Hey, I, yeah, mold's natural. You don't need to worry about that. Um, I would question whether you're seeing the right doctor I'm not saying it's a bad doctor. It's just not a right fit for you. Um, it's it, it's no different than than what I do, you know, with CNC contractor services. There's some clients that are just not the right fit for me, um, and I'm clear with them. Like, hey, you know, just you need somebody that's gonna, you know, do what you want them to do and believe what you're believing. So if your doctor's not on board with any of this it's time to see another one. And I know once again, I, I get it. Cause I can already hear you saying, well, yeah, it's easier said than done. I can't find any. And, and it is tough. Um, Cause you know, a lot of the doctors that um, specialize in mold, a lot of them are getting uh, certified uh, through a certain doctor. And that, that doctor believes in the Ermean hurts me testing. And that's something that I know you listeners know this. Uh, if you've listened Uh, enough. One of our top episodes is what's, you know, what's the difference between Ermi and hurts me testing and traditional testing. And I'm not a fan of that. So be careful with that too. So it's, a. don't want to sound like you can't find the right doctor. There's definitely plenty of them out there. I don't recommend any doctors uh, just like with mold inspectors or mold testers, mold mitigation. I just don't do it uh, because you could have a great experience with a doctor. And then I could have another client that has a terrible experience. And if I recommended the doctor, it, it somewhat reflects on me. So that's why I don't go down that road. It's just something I choose not to dabble in, but make sure you do have a doctor that that's, that's on board with you. Um, so the next question would be, well, what can you do to know for sure that it is mold sickness? Well, the best way to do that is you get the right doctor and then you do mycotoxin testing. And that would involve, and once again, I'm not a physician, so I'm not giving medical advice, but that would involve stuff like urine testing and blood testing. Um, once you've had mycotoxin testing done, um, some doctors think that urine testing is not the way to go. It's got to be blood, vice versa. It's That's all, I don't get into that part of it, but once you've done all that, you know, we can actually, from from our side, and you'll hear me refer to it as the blue collar side, meaning from the actual mold side of it in the home, you know, we can look at the the mycotoxin testing results and we can look at our air testing or our um, whatever type of testing we're doing, which is typically air with with other things like tape lifts. We can say, hey, yeah, we had really high counts of this mold type, this mold type is associated with this mycotoxin. We can correlate the two and say, okay, that's what it's from. So, you know, it is important to kind of not get sidetracked a little bit, but it is important that you do more than just the medical side of things because if you if you just do and and I, I tell you guys this all the time, and I tell my client, I, I tell my clients very often, you can't just do air testing and expect me. To know what's going on, it's just we have to get, we have to have the inspection, which um, I don't do standalone testing. If it's our company that does it, we have to do an inspection with it. So, you know, we need the inspection just to see the property conditions. We need the air testing along with tape lifts and swabs or whatever we decide to test um, or methods of testing. And then we need the medical side. So, Keep that in mind, and I that, that's where mold. It's so complex, and I understand it. It can get very expensive, and that's what's tough. I, I really believe, you know, that's why my first book, The Mold Epidemic, was written. I, I just I believe we have we have an epidemic of it because of the way homes are built these days, the building materials, the VOCs we have, and the fact that it's really expensive, and you know, a lot of people really believe. in in mold sickness and mold exposure, but some people don't. So it's kind of, it's a tough road to go down. Um, So that's how you can tell is with mycotoxin testing. Another question I get all the time is, is, you know, so what do you do after you find out you're sick from mold? Um, First and foremost, if you ever think that anybody in your home is sick from mold or at work, wherever it's at, you have to remove yourself from that moldy environment. We called it, some people call it a moldy home. I just would say a moldy environment, but you, you have to, and I know it's a tough thing to do, but if you're getting sick from it, you need to, if you have an RV trailer, travel trailer, your parents, some relatives that you can go stay with, you need to remove yourself from that home and you need to start the detox process. Um, I'm not going to go into the detox process. Uh, there are episodes where we talk about that, but but you do need to to go through those steps so i know we're we kind of got off on the whole you know if you find out that it is making you sick but it's a very important subject so um another thing you do need to do to once again determine whether it's a seasonal cold or if it's mold sickness you're gonna have to hire a mold specialist now that I'm not saying it has to be me but it needs to be somebody that 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 is knowledgeable that is open to different situations different outcomes um I'm not a I'm not the type that I'm just going to say yep it's this yep you passed or no you're good or, no you failed it's just I'm not I'm not myopic when it comes to that so you need to find somebody that's really open to like I said different scenarios and different results because Every every case with mold is unique. Everyone. It's just like patients in a doctor's office. You're all unique. You all have different things in your body going on. So you, that's how you got to approach it. So make sure you get the right inspector and then make sure you get the right doctor involved. So I like to always end these with our call to action. So what's our call to action? If you're sick or you think you're sick from mold or from a seasonal cold, you need to start a journal. It's no different than I remember, you know, when I got sick with COVID, I wrote down, I wrote things in a journal because I wanted everything documented so that I could tell it wasn't just a normal cold um, or flu. So make sure that you have a journal and you're writing things down. Cause once you hire, whether you go to your doctor's office or you hire a mold specialist, if you don't have that information, it's really tough for us to, to come to our conclusions because if you don't know anything, it's hard for us to know anything. So, so write a journal. Um, another great thing that we have, uh, that I've done is I have created a free course. It's on Skillshare or, uh, actually it's not on Skillshare. My bad. It's on Udemy and it's free. Um, and it's, is toxic mold making me sick. It's a completely free course. It's not a, we leave it free for a promotional period. It's completely free. It's something I think is important for for my clients and for everybody to know whether it's toxic mold that's making you sick. So you can go to, to Udemy. Uh, you can take that course. Um, I do have other courses on Udemy and Skillshare. So you know, if you want to take a paid course, um, you can do that too. But if if you do want to take a paid course reach out to info at cnccontractorservices.com. We can actually get you promo codes uh, for Skillshare or it's it's Udemy, I think is how it's pronounced, but I call it Udemy. So once again, uh, I appreciate all of you guys listening. And today was episode 183. Have a great day.